broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. And Sharp joining us here again as a certified professional organizer and closet designer at Sharp Space. We're so excited to have her back here at sharpspace.com. How are you today? I'm great, thanks. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thanks so much. Uh, please introduce yourself to our listeners to start. Uh, my name is Anne Sharp. I'm a certified professional organizer working in the greater Boston area. And I help with residential organizing challenges, um, often the result of a life transition, to be honest. Um, maybe they're ready to move, maybe they're in a space and just about grown it and need to get another head around some challenging ways to make the space work better for them. So, anyway... Nice to be with you today. Well, same here. And uh, we have a lot to catch up and talk about. Uh, for those new time listeners, where are you based out of? Out of um, Boston. So I'm just north of Boston, about eight miles north. Um, although, funnily, today I was working in uh, Bridgewater. So that's actually quite a bit south of Boston. So, yeah, I cover quite a broad territory. Well, what did you have in mind for your listeners today? What would you like to share about you as a professional organizer for today? Well, I was thinking we might talk a little bit about um, the situations in which a professional organizer can help. Um, It was funny, in a recent article, I think it is actually the November edition of the Kiplinger um, Personal Finance Magazine, they talked about what some people would do with a $1,000 windfall. And one of the suggestions was hire a professional organizer. You know, have somebody to help you um, make change in your life. And some of the main reasons I think people need help with organization is it's overwhelming. Um, It depends, you know, maybe how long you've lived in your home or what you're trying to achieve. But it, it can feel like a lot. And sometimes it's just nice to have somebody to kind of break the job down into smaller parts and help you get started. Um, And I think that accountability part is quite a bit of it too, you know. um, It's to work with somebody for them to help you with the goal setting and then as you achieve and tick things off, I know I'm the kind of person that likes to tick things off, um, you know, you're being held accountable to someone and... um, you feel like you're making progress, and then if you hit any roadblocks along the way, um, an organizer can help redirect. I mean, I, I often get asked for homework, if you like, between jobs when I'm working as an organizer, and although I'm happy to assign homework, there is no expectation that it will be done. Some people, I think, like to progress, you know, between appointments, and other people are happy just to show up the following week, and that's keep going you know so it's really up to the individual how they like to work well, I, I love what you do for a living. I told you I'm a little bit organizationally challenged. And so I, I, I believe in a home should be organized. A business should be organized. It brings so much relief and uh, peace in your life. And I, again, I'm someone who doesn't have that right now. But let's talk about some of the benefits of having things. Do you find a lot of your customers and clients like me, they feel like there's always something weighing on them when things are out of order? Yeah, and I think it actually got exacerbated during the pandemic. People were spending a lot more time in their homes. So they were kind of looking around and thinking, oh, you know, I just 
don't want to live like this anymore. It was one thing when I could leave it behind for eight hours a day or longer, but now I'm, you know, working at home, um, living at home, and it just mattered more. And I think you'll hear that from interior designers too and contractors. Suddenly there was a rush on, you know, the need for services because people took a harder look at their living spaces and wanted more, you know. Um, So I definitely think just having a decluttered space helps you relax and unwind and feel less stressed, Um, you know, which is one reason to kind of get started, you know, but... There's a lot of benefits, I think, to leading a decluttered life. I'm not saying it's for everybody, and there are definitely people who um, work better with a certain amount of clutter around them that they don't want, like, a sterile environment. And I think the whole minimalist movement is actually got a bit of a bad rap because I think people think of it as very sterile. And it's not necessarily, it's more about only having things around you that you love and use. Not so much the quantity, but just making sure that what you have still serves you in the lifestyle I want to be leading, you know. So. Well, as far as, you know, the process of organization and your company, did you want to share some of the areas of organization that you focus on and specialize in? Um. I do help with most aspects of residential organizing. Um, I mean, there are definitely some areas that crop up more than others. Um, I can think of, you know, kitchens, for example. You know, when someone first moves in, that's usually the first thing that they do want to help with just because it's often the um, center of family living and, you know, they need to get up and running and be functional early on. Um, so definitely kitchens and uh, bedrooms, closets as well, just getting unpacked, having your clothes easily available. Um, you know, that's important too. Um, but, you know, I definitely can help with other areas, um, you know, basements, attics, garages, um, storage spaces if you must. Um, yeah, and, you know, uh, other areas like Sometimes I work in a living room just organizing a book collection, you know, or in kids' spaces. Um, A lot of people forget that kids are a little small and they need to set things at the right height. And, you know, depending on the age of kids, we'd often organize more by um, using pictures and clear containers so that they can see, you know, what's inside. So um, a lot of it depends on, you know, who's living in the space what organization I would suggest, you know, it's all working with the clients. But, I mean, decluttering is, I, I would say probably overall the number one reason I'd be brought in. And it can come from lots of places. Maybe people have a move that's coming up. Um, maybe they're, they're just finally deciding it's time to get on top of that basement for 25 years they've put things that they're no longer using away in the basement and just closed the door, you know. Um, and, and I think, you know, the benefits are not just living a decluttered life, but think about your time, which is probably your number one valuable asset. I mean, how much time are you spending uh, moving that stuff, dusting that stuff, maintaining it? 
um, like maybe you have a landscaping service and you uh, you still have a lawnmower and other garden equipment, you know, that you're tripping over in your garage and you can't quite get your car in because you've all this equipment, but you're never actually using it. So, you know, I, I kind of ask people, well, you know, everything you have, does it still serve you? Do you still want to keep it? If you don't, I, I can help you find a good home for it. Um, you know, it can free up valuable space in your home, which is saving you money, free up time on your weekends. I remember um, listening to an interview by Joshua Becker, and one of his books is The More of Less, and he, you know, was one of the early adopters of the minimalist movement. And he said he spent the entire weekend, like, clearing and emptying it, trying to organize it, and his five-year-old son just wanted to play, and it was a beautiful day. And he, he started questioning, you know, why am I spending my free time moving this stuff around when, you know, I have a young family, I, I could be spending time with them. So, you know, it, it's a question of taking a hard look at what is important to you in terms of how you spend your time. Right. And can I ask a little bit about your background, what got you into this field for those new time listeners just tuning in? Oh, well, um, I was always very organized, I must admit, even as a child. Um, if you read my website, I was that kid on the beach that would build exactly 100 sandcastles in perfect rows. Um you know, and I was always having clear rights, partly because I, I moved a lot, not as um, a child, but as a young adult, my friends used to joke that I would, um, they would put my address in pencil, if you like, before everybody had an iPhone with contacts, um, because I moved so much. So it meant that I was keeping on top of my stuff. You know, I kind of learned to travel light, you know, uh, it was just a... You know, I you know I lived in Ireland, and I lived in London, and in New York, and back to London, and to Boston. You know, and they were big moves, international moves. Sometimes, you know, with kitchen tow. So you kind of learn to go through your stuff uh, pretty frequently then. Um, but I mean, a, a lot of what I have learned more recently has been part of being part of this wonderful professional organization called NAPO. Uh, which stands for the National Association of Productivity and Organizing Professionals. And they just offer so many wonderful resources in terms of education and networking that it's really helped me, you know, fine-tune the skills I have innately and learn more. Um, Yeah, so that's where I come from. Beautiful. And you clearly love what you do. You said you just got back from, you were in Bridgewater? Is that in New Jersey? No, no, it's uh, Massachusetts, but oh. south of Boston. Oh, okay, okay, I was going to say, I'm like, wait, she, she does it's travel out of state. <laughs> no, it, well, it's headed towards the camp. It is a little further than I maybe normally go, but, um, yeah, somebody had a, a need and I had the time, so I, yeah, whatever. Aww, well, remind us <laughs> how know. we can reach you. we got to take a quick break here. So um, my website is asharpspace.com, A-S-H-A-R-P-S-P-A-C-E.com, and my phone number is 617-939-4641. Perfect. All right. Stay tuned. We will be right back with more. Don't go anywhere. Celebrating Bubby's 70th birthday, seven months after her birthday. Saying I don't to more postponements, and I do to each other. The life-changing vacation 
just a little later in life, and the taste of some home cooking that's been simmering for months. Sorry, I think this one's mine. Oh, my bad. For all the things that you've been looking forward to getting back to, we've got a plane for that. Visit JetBlue.com for everyday low fares. Has life seemed to have lost its vibrancy? Do you need help sorting through some of the things going on in your life and in your mind and in your heart? Well, I got good news. You are not alone and I am here to help. I am Alice Ward, licensed professional counselor, supervisor, owner and private practitioner of Transformation Begins Within. Let me help you learn some strategic steps and therapeutic tools to help you on your journey to wellness. You can reach me at transformingmindsets.com. Be mindful, be well, be free. Therapy is my love language. Living comfortably in your home is easier than ever with a little help from Lowe's and AARP. We share a commitment to help people make their homes ready for all of life's changes. Take advantage of helpful videos, tips, and resources to guide you and your loved ones along the way. To learn more, visit Lowe's.com slash livable home. U.S. only. From the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. And welcome back to the show. We are so excited to start getting organized to feel better, declutter, and, um, you know, we're on our journey and here. Our goal is to help. Uh, let me ask, do you do this virtually, though, as well? I know you're based out of Massachusetts, but have you worked with people uh, nationwide? I have done some virtual work, yes. I think during the pandemic, a lot of us had to pivot. I think became the inward, and um, so yes, I became a certified uh, professional organizer in you know in working virtually. So um, it, it's funny. Sometimes I work with clients with you know on FaceTime, and you know they're showing me their space. You can get quite dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're sort of walking around space talking about what they want to do and what they want to achieve, but that, that is certainly a way to work with me. Um, and I think it works for people who are just a little tech savvy that they have the wherewithal, you know, to kind of follow through because obviously they're the boots on the ground and I'm not if that's the situation. Um but it also works for people who are very private because they only have to show you what they want to show you, you know. Um, and in fact, for some people who are maybe easily distracted, sometimes it's actually a good thing to um, cover up the other stuff so that they can focus just on the one area because, you know, a virtual appointment might be a lot shorter, you know, 40 minutes an hour and you want to focus on what you want to achieve in that time. So sometimes it's good to kind of block out, cover up with a sheet or whatever, whatever else is going on in, you know, another part of the room just so you can, you know, knuckle down and focus. Well, do you also specialize with moving? Did you want to share some of those uh, types of jobs and, and ideas with our clients in case they're interested? Well, I, I think when you're into move, that is... Uh, very serious time to um, declutter and consider a lot about what you have and what you want to move. 
Um, and it is probably the number one reason that people um, do hire a professional organizer. And I think the more time you have in advance of the move to prepare, the better, because it just gives you more time to find the ideal home, if you like, for whatever it is that's not going to travel with you. I think people underestimate the cost of moving things that they're not going to use. I mean, there's the labor involved in packing. There's the cost from the moving company of moving it. And, you know, a lot of people are thinking mortally now. And, you know, there's the vehicular traffic, you know, with the weight of your stuff that you're not going to use. So there's a lot of reasons, I think, to declutter. Um, you know, it can definitely save you money. And what I would do is just suggest people start small, you know, um, look around your house, maybe make a grand plan in terms of you know what you have to achieve. But when you start, start small because if it's not something that you're used to doing, it's a bit like a muscle that you haven't used for a long time. You have to kind of give it a bit of a workout, you know. So, you know, take a single dresser or a drawer in your home office or, you know, a kitchen cupboard and just go through it and figure out, you know, don't want. And don't even worry too much about what to do with it right away. Just remove it, if you like. Just take out all the things that, you know, you don't want. So, and I think the more you do it, the quicker you get making decisions. Um... You know, people talk in our industry about decision fatigue, and it's definitely possible, and that's one reason to, as I bring in an organizer, because it kind of eases the burden burden of making all those decisions, because you can sort of question yourself about what to keep and what not, and an organizer can kind of help put things into perspective. You know, it's not just about, you know, if you haven't used something in the last year or whatever. You know, it's about... Does this fit with the lifestyle that you see yourself, you know? Um, if it's clothing, there's a lot of questions to ask, you know. Does it fit, you know? Is it stained, you know? Did, does it need tailored, and yet you haven't managed to make it to the tailors in the last, you know, whatever. So I think we can help ask questions to kind of make sure that what you do pack up and take with you on your move is actually stuff that, you know, you'll... The way to think about it, actually, I love this. Somebody mentioned this to me. Like when you're, imagine yourself unpacking in your new home. You want to be delighted at what is in each box. If you open the box and think, oh, no, you know, why did I bring this? That's not the right reaction, you know. I mean, some stuff you do have to keep for a while. I mean, those tax returns are getting packed up and you're bringing them with you. But there's a lot of other things, you know, you should make sure when you open the box you're happy that you brought the things with you. Beautifully said. All right. We've still got six minutes left in the show. As far as your organizing, um, I know you do closets, storage, every room in the house, including attics. You tackle basements. You tackle anything out of the ordinary that someone may be shocked saying, oh, I didn't know she does that. Oh, um, well, I have worked with some artists and crafters, you know, um, I remember uh, one client, without naming names, you know, had sort of moved from New York and brought her entire artistic careers, you know, product, if you like, to a basement uh, locally. And, you know, we had to go through some pretty heavy-duty art supplies. And um, 
organize it, you know. It, it was definitely a one-off kind of job, you know. Um, I was also, I remember before the pandemic, once brought in to clear three storage units. We were kind of lucky that we got that done before the pandemic because if we had missed that window, I think it was time before we could have done it. And um, the client would have been paying for them all those extra months. Um, and that was a job where, you know, we we really had to be very resourceful in terms of pickup. Storage units are not always the easiest to work in. They're not always the easiest to access. You often can't drive up to, like, where, where you open the gate. So, you know, it, it definitely requires more thinking, Um you know, sometimes you want to try and just split it all in a day, bring an extra pair of hands, an extra table. I remember that particular job. It was January, and it was frigid cold. So we had to bring a heater, you know, and we wore our coats and hats and scarves the entire time we were working, you know. So there are some challenging jobs like that, you know. Um, but, I mean, the runners mill job is often just helping people, you know, declutter, get organized, and then make their home look functional and beautiful so they can relax and enjoy. And, you know, a lot of it's about creating new habits. I think people can put a lot of effort into decluttering, and then what they don't realize is it didn't get like this in a day. It was because of how you were living your life, and you need to change some of those habits so that the clutter doesn't return. And... You know, that can be hard for some people. Um, you know, I remember my early days, I worked a job. I was literally there for four months, two to three times a week. And every time I would arrive, the homeowner would ask me to help carry something to the car that she'd bought on Craigslist. And it was just so disheartening. I mean, her husband was on board with me, but it was almost like a carload left after every session, but other things were still arriving. So... Um, there's definitely a lot of it is in your head. You have to change your mindset around accumulating. Be much more mindful about what you bring in. And maybe just get the point, once you've got your house the way you want it, like one in, one out, or maybe one in, two out, if you're not quite there yet. Um, or maybe delay your decision. You go to buy something. You know, like sit on it for 24 hours, and maybe the urge will have passed, and you can allow it to stay in the shop, <laughs> you know, just uh, a little too easy with Amazon to uh, no. accumulate at the moment, you know, so. Thank you. Well, it's always a pleasure having you here on the show. And, uh, you know, for someone out there who's interested in uh, home organizing, business organizing in the Boston area, uh, do you offer a free initial consultation, like a discovery call? Yes, I, I do offer a discovery call. And in fact, there's a link on my website to just certain times in the week when I, I know I'm generally able to book those. But, you know, if the times available don't work, no harm. Just, you know, call me, leave a message, send me an email. It's all on my website and I will get back to you. Perfect. And uh, by the way, uh, let me ask you one quick question. When you organize, do you use bins? Do I use bins? Um, yes, but I, I look to see what the client already has. I try to reuse and repurpose whatever they have. It, it's A lot of it's about uh, looking at what their aesthetic is. I mean, some ah. people just a bin's a bin, 
And for other people, it's like, yeah, but it's the wrong color or it's the wrong size. It doesn't fit perfectly on the shelf and it needs a label. So, you know, I, I can sort of get a sense of that by just entering someone's home. But, you know, sometimes they need to tell me exactly. But, yeah, I do use bins, but, you know, you also have to be cautious. Some people are very anti-plastic. Other people, you know, want only sustainable, like they want, um, you know, bamboo or acacia or, you know, products made with, uh, uh, you know, containers made out of sustainable products. So, you know, that's definitely a series of questions to ask. I'm not going to turn up with bins. I'm going to see what you have or we can reuse them, and then we'll have a discussion about Thank what you. Like, what I love clear bins. Are. That's why I was asking. I'm just curious if a professional organizer prefer clear bins or solid bins. I'm a clear bin girl. <laughs> thank yeah, you again. Yeah, well, today the job I did was definitely with clear bins. Oh, good. All right, <laughs> so well, thank you again for being here, for joining us, and we'll chat soon. Enjoy the rest of your day, and always a pleasure having you on the show to talk more uh, about home organization. And really, uh, Ann Sharp, she's awesome. Check out the website. Don't forget, asharpspace.com as a certified professional organizer she can help you with moving closet design home organization even uh you know remodeling unpacking and especially someone like me with lots of junk mail she can help you and get that action plan in place (laughs) and we are excited to have her here again and uh thank you for being here also featured in redfin and the boston globe very reputable some great uh testimonials there as well if you go to the website you can check it out and read some and uh looks like uh I just want to read this one in particular. Someone saying you were excellent. Your husband, uh, her husband was skeptical. It sounded like a frivolous expense to hire an organizer, but he's now convinced it was a great decision and helped us with kitchen organization as we were moving into our new home. So glad we contacted her. She was quick, professional, extremely prepared, and I was looking uh, for more of a consult than actual work, but she jumped right in providing both. So that's a good positive one and someone else calling you an absolute gem. Thank you again for being here. And don't forget, check her out at sharpspace.com. Have a great day. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Of course my kid's in the right car seat. Well, I think he is. Yeah, my kid's in a booster seat. He was ready to move up. He is ready, right? Her car seat looks like the right size. There are probably rules on when to move up to a booster seat, aren't there? Rear facing, forward facing? I think I have it right. Car crashes are a leading killer of children 1 to 13. Are your children in the right car seat for their age and size? Don't think you know. Know you know. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat. I know my child's in the right car seat. Or else I wouldn't get in the driver's seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.